anyway, to talk about FNAF, um, I'll, I'll stop yapping. Actually, I'm gonna yap a little bit more. Um, <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and those with the good sense to do away with the whole notion, I welcome you to the premier audio medium for all your Fazbear entertainment needs. The Freddy Fazbear Pizza Podcast. Note, FFPP is not responsible for any loss of appetite, disinterest, dismemberment, or other legally classified statuses. So strap in and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Freddy Fazbear Pizza Podcast, your FNAF podcast with your host, with the Toast Right Toast, here to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's as we always do. Uh, a little discombobulated. It's like 11.58 p.m. on Sunday, the day that this was supposed to come up. I'm still desperately trying to catch up with videos. As you can tell, my life is still a mess. Um, and I think it always will be at this point. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, a bit of housekeeping before we get into today's topic, which will be more Help Wanted 2. Um, I wanted to kind of finalize and continue talking about my thoughts on the game. But I have some people to thank. One On a recent stream, I mentioned again that i really wanted a the like clean png from the game files for the part in our mess sign at the very beginning of rune because i want to use it for a uh be right back screen for the stream because i want to redo all my stream stuff and make it like fancier um and a bunch of people sent it over so i wanted to thank as many people as i could um, so the people that I could find, like, in my DMs and emails that sent it to me, uh, Mamakado, one of the mods, and also a great creator on their own right, uh, thank you. Uh, Clay Shen sent me the PNG, thank you so much. Um, Thomas, thank you so much, you emailed it to me. Your last name is in your email, too, I'm not gonna just dox your last name, but Thomas, you're a real one. And, uh, two people, uh, Kyrie and Stray, thank you so much for the PNG. Um, apparently, this was... A little late, but happy late birthday, Kyrie. But again, thank you everybody so much. I have the PNG now, and I'm working on kind of redoing the stream stuff. I might just commission somebody to do it for me who will do it better than I can. I don't know. I'm at a weird spot in, like, a YouTubing career where I want to have more professional things for the channel and for the stream, but I don't necessarily make enough to properly commission people for it yet. So it's like... I can't do it myself, so do I just, like, piece-by-piece piece commission stuff, or do I just wait a little bit longer and commission all of it at once? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, to talk about FNAF, um, I'll, I'll stop yapping. Actually, I'm gonna yap a little bit more. Um, <laughs> there's one more yap I gotta do. On the last episode, um, I ranted for, like, ten minutes before we got into the topic, and I got so many comments about, like, Man, you really ranted for a while before you focused on what the topic is. I'm so. Am I listening to the wrong podcasts? Every podcast I've ever listened to is so open and just like a, a stream of consciousness thing that I thought it was normal to just kind of go on a tangent and stuff. So, like, no, no, not to be mean or rude or anything, but. If you're listening to a podcast and your complaint is that the person who's doing the podcast is talking too much, I don't think you like podcasts. <laughs> Am I, maybe because this is more of like, to be fair, this could be a lot of people's first podcast because it doesn't, on YouTube, it doesn't necessarily immediately look like a podcast. Um, and to be fair, this could be people looking for answers for specific things. 
Um, but that's what timestamps are for. I try to timestamp out these videos. So hopefully, maybe I didn't timestamp out that one enough, and that's why. I don't know. But I'll, I'll quit yapping. Let's get on to the topic. Um, I wanted to finish talking about Help Wanted 2. So from my notes, and forgive me if I tread over any talked about ground, but I've made like six videos on it and a whole podcast episode and multiple streams. So my thoughts are starting to congeal. And if I don't make this video now, I don't think I ever will. But I wanted to talk about like the other things of Help Wanted 2 that don't really have as much evidence so they're way more speculative and it's more of like a, a, a brainstorming session than actually theorizing. Um, and one of them being, what the hell is up with Circus Baby? Circus Baby is like weirdly present in Help Wanted 2, where like realistically she only shows up in one minigame. But at the same time, she's behind you and highlighted by the title screen. And that one minigame she's in is the most different minigame where like you're do you're like one-on-one -on -one interacting with her. And if you're playing the minigames sequentially as they're shown in the monitor, it's the last minigame before you revive Glitch Trap. So like something is weird there. And I um I hesitate to immediately just be like, oh, it's because baby is the mimic. But at the same time, for those of you who don't know, friend of the channel, FNAF recently made a video talking about uh, some of his thoughts on Help Wanted 2. And for a long time, he had been pointing out that it's weird in Sister Location when we're like, oh, you need to retrieve me. When Circus Baby is like, you need to retrieve me. You take this weird green chip out of her and she's like, and put me into your hand unit or whatever. When I played Help Wanted 2 on stream, I never had to replace Helpy's brain. So I just straight up never saw this. But one of the minigames, when you're replacing Helpy's brain, that fucking chip is there. And FNAF points this out in his video. And I'm like, shit. I, that's gotta mean something. I don't know if that necessarily means Baby was the spawn of the Mimic. But it's something... I, but You know what? I'm gonna bring one of the questions in. I, I once again went for more recent questions for this podcast just because I want to talk about Help Wanted 2 before I go back to the backlog. But this episode, I specifically only took questions from Spotify because I've been neglecting my Spotify listeners. So if you're listening on Spotify, shout out. You're awesome. This podcast is going really, really well on Spotify, and that's amazing. And if you're listening on Apple Music or Amazon, I don't know how to check those metrics, but thank you. And if you're listening on YouTube, that makes me the most money. Thank you. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I mean, the, the, really, the support this podcast have, has received has been insane and amazing. So thank you for listening wherever you do, if you do. Um, but uh, I pulled all four questions today from Spotify. And one of them I think is important to bring up right now while we're talking about this. And it's from Napcat, um, who did not give pronouns. So I'm just going to assume they them. Uh, Napcat said... In, a, in FNAF world, we see Deskman, and he made Baby, and he's speculated to be Henry. If Baby is theorized to be the Mimic virus, can Henry be the creator of the Mimic? So, it's an interesting thought. I've never fully believed that Henry was the desk guy. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because, like, Henry doesn't die from Baby. I think Henry very... I think the desk guy is very clearly like supposed to be an allegory for Scott Cawthon 
and like the games because FNAF World Halloween update really felt like vent art by Scott. Like it was just Scott venting for a, a DLC essentially. Um, but the idea, cause the text from desk guy is I've made something and I can't control it anymore. Then he goes on to call a baby and then it kills him. If Scott was really feeling burnt out by the time of sister location, which he probably was, he made like five games in like three years. Hey Scott, that's your fault. Uh, you didn't have to do that, Scott. Um, but if he was really feeling burnt out by then, that would just be like an illusion or a parallel to creating the FNAF games, would it not be? I've created something, I can't control it anymore, and then it kills him. Like, that's burnout, right? He's made something, he's made the FNAF games, they've gotten bigger than he could have ever imagined, and it's killing him. So I've always just assumed Desk Guy, not meant to be lore, specifically an allegory for Scott feeling burnt out. Always assumed that. But... There are other reasons to believe that Henry had a hand in helping to create the sister location animatronics. Um, and FNAF, once again, FNAF really pioneered the theorizing around Baby being relevant and possibly being created by Henry. Um, and it's just, I, would, I would recommend just watch his videos. They're very, very good, very well researched. Um, it's uh, kind of... <laughs> uh, John, if you're listening... Uh, not to not to be uh, petty, but uh, FNAF's videos always annoy me a little bit whenever I watch them because he always has a knack for noticing something that I've never seen anybody else notice, and it always changes up, up like everything. Like, <laughs> something about him. He's just got an eye for, like, just the, ran the most random background detail that might fucking change everything. Uh, John, what the fuck? Stop doing that. <laughs> I mean, keep doing it, but like, it's, it's stop doing that. <laughs> um, but a perfect example of this is that green chip. Um, not to mention, as he and Game Theory and a bunch of other people have pointed out, one of the drawings in that like FNAF 6 room of Help Wanted 2 has Helpy running away from a burning building. And if that green chip is where the Mimic 1 program resides, then we then like everything lines up for the mimic one program to be in circus baby taken out of circus baby wind up in helpy and then helpy escapes the fnaf 6 fire like that makes a lot of sense that that's a very solid through line of like now the mimic one program is out and about it's not burnt down and it's something that any that like anyone in fazbear could have gotten their hands on for help wanted creating glitch trap like that that makes so much sense the only problem is well problem in quotation marks the only problem for some people will be if that is true i don't see a way that the the mimic from tales from the pizza plex is canon to the games because like it, unless the mimic takes place before sister location which is possible and then the question is is the mimic what is used to help create the fun times that i guess that is possible um, but then there's like a weird timeline there. Um, but something to, uh, and going back to my notes on what to talk about today, the fun times in general, it's weird that there's that much fun time representation in help wanted Two. like of the title screen for help wanted Two, three of the four animatronics are all from sister location, or at least are all fun times. Cause sometimes Chica isn't in sister location. 
but like Funtime Freddy is front and center, not Glamrock Freddy, you would think. Funtime Freddy, front and center, Funtime Chica, and Circus Baby, and then Ro- Roxanne's over there. Like, it's strange how represented the Funtimes are. Because I understand that, like, a lot of the gameplay is here because there wasn't a lot of sister location gameplay and help on it one. And that, that makes total sense. While I agree that makes sense, it is still strange to me how much there is. At least in, like, the title screen. I could excuse just the how many sister location games there are in here. Like, I could, I could understand that being, well, you know, like, like I said, Help Wanted 1 really didn't have a lot of sister location elements, and that's where they're going to get their traditional FNAF gameplay, that's where they're going to get minigames, like, there's a lot there to work with, and I get that. But then also having them be all over the title screen is interesting to me. Like, it feels like this game is being like, hey, the fun times are important in some way, which kind of leads me to something I've been thinking for a bit now. Um, I wonder if the fun times are mimic endoskeletons in the games. A lot of the fun times in their blueprints have parts specifically for replicating. Like there is literally, one of them literally has voice mimic on it. Um, and I think that was fun time Freddy, if I remember correctly. And like a lot, they're so sophisticated for the time and, for a good while now, I've been thinking that the Glamrock endoskeletons are mimic endoskeletons. So in the books, just to catch you up if I'm going too fast, um, in the books, it is established that in the book timeline, at least, whether or not that is the game, the game's timeline, in the books, Fazbear collects the mimic program and endoskeleton from Edwin after he like does his whole backstory thing. And they make a whole line of mimic endoskeletons that are easier to train. They just have to watch you and they'll replicate you. But they had to discontinue them when they started copying humans in strange ways. So they created a whole line of them, but they discontinued them. And because the Glamrock endoskeletons are now confirmed to be robots that are taught, not programmed, like we see in Help Wanted 2, and we're literally teaching an endoskeleton in that endo warehouse... I think it's pretty cut and dry that the Glamrock endoskeleton structure is Mimic. It Like, it is the Mimic. The, the Mimic 1 program is in these Glamrock endoskeletons. So if that's true, which is pretty confirmed, not fully, but as confirmed as things really get in this franchise, if that's true, and then the sister location animatronics, which are also known to be able to mimic things that are very high tech, if they are also Mimic-based endoskeletons... Then we have a through line where every animatronic in Help Wanted 2 is built off of the Mimic 1 program, right? The sister location ones and the Glamrock ones are both built off of the Mimic 1 program. And if that's true, suddenly the sister location minigames can happen. So one of my problems going into Help Wanted 2, I've got my pedals. It helps me think. Um, I've got little desk pedals. One of my problems going into Help Wanted 2 was that it didn't make a lot of sense that the Sister Location animatronics were here again. Because at the end of Sister Location, they all form into Ennard, they go into Michael, they escape through Michael, they escape Michael because he's rotting, and then they split off into Funtime Freddy and Scrap Baby. We know this to be certain. So in Help Wanted 2, how the fuck are they back? 
and then so that brings up a lot of theory and one of the very valid theories i've seen is that all the mini games aren't necessarily things we are currently doing but logs or memories of either the player or other Fazbear employees, and we're literally going through this monitor like we are going through a monitor. We're just looking at like recordings, or since we're in the AR world, we're receiving memories, something like that. That is possible. But I've been thinking that although they look, and I, I readily admit, the sister location endoskeletons and the Glamrock endoskeletons are wildly wildly different endoskeletons they do not look anything alike i readily admit that but again while the character the mimic has a very specific endoskeleton that can change its shape and structure to fit any animatronic that is true the mimic one program could theoretically be in any endoskeleton so this is where i'm going with this and it doesn't visually hold up so it might just be straight up wrong because I know some of the uh, the jump scares, we get to see the face, and it's not the Glamrock end of face. But at the end of Sister Location, when they form into Ennard, specifically just the endoskeletons leave. They leave their shells behind. So, if the Sister Location bunker really is close to the FNAF 6 location, which I think it is for several reasons, then... That weird high-tech scooper we see at the end of Ruin could be the updated version of the Sister Location scooper, and that area could be the Sister Location bunker. And if it is, suddenly, the minigames in Help Wanted 2 that take place in Sister Location can be possible. After all, if there are a bunch of Funtime shells being left around, and a bunch of Glamrock endoskeleton mimics that are built to be able to wear any animatronic shell... They can just go put on the Funtime shells, and suddenly the Funtime animatronics are back again. So, like, if William Afton, or, like, William Afton, probably dead. Well, definitely dead, but, like, probably out of the picture. But if the Mimic 1 program is trying to recreate William Afton as much as it can, it would probably try to rebuild the only pair of, the only set of animatronics that are made specifically by Afton Robotics. Whether or not Henry made them, they are under the brand name Afton Robotics. So, like, they pro the Mimic One program, if it's trying to recreate William Afton, probably wants to remake the Afton Robotics. That That's just a through line that makes sense to me. So, suddenly, a lot of what we see in Help Wanted 2 makes sense. Where, like, Ballora is up and running again. Funtime Freddy is up and running again. Um, all the fun times are up and running again, and you're trying to defend yourself. Now... I granted there are things that don't make sense. Ennard Knight. What the hell is Ennard doing here? Or Circus Baby. Why is Circus Baby like that in that last minigame if it's not actually the possessed Elizabeth Circus Baby, but just a regular Circus Baby mimic? I don't know. Frankly, I don't know. I think. And uh, like, obviously, there's something bigger going on in Help Wanted 2, but I think that's part of it. Because Sister Location, more than any other minigame, you are in front of monitors, and anytime you're in front of a monitor, like you see this in the Endo Warehouse and other minigame and other like minigames with monitors, every now and then on static, it'll say they are watching. But because of the nature of the Sister Location minigames, you see they are watching the most in those minigames. And the they are watching is incredibly interesting to me. Because they either we're talking about a new non-binary villain we don't know of. Or 
they is referring to something plural. So who are we now in the cut dialogue for help wanted two? And again, I don't like using cut content that much because it could, it's cut for a reason. You know, it probably means nothing or it meant something, but they changed their mind before release. But in that cut dialogue, that's just attributed to voice. The voice says the staff are watching. They can't hear me. I'm on a specific frequency or something like that. So if that's what the voice is talking about, then they would be the staff. But the question then becomes, okay, so if they are the staff, why would the staff be watching our character, presumably Cassie's dad, do whatever he's doing, and why would they not want him to do what he's doing? Is it that Glitchtrap doesn't want to be found out before he's more routed in the Pizzaplex and he needs your help to do so? Or is it that someone's trying to go against Glitchtrap and Glitchtrap has already infected the staff? That's the big question. We don't know who they are. But talking more about like what Help Wanted 2 says for the rest of the franchise, I have since rescinded my theory. I, I think it's still possible, but I think it's less likely now, my theory that the graves in Princess Quest are telling us the death order. I still think that's possible, but I, FNAF like brushed over it in that video I was talking about, but he mentioned that um, we're helping the spirits to move on in that scene and that that's probably the order that those spirits moved on, not necessarily the deaths. And I was thinking about it and that does make a lot, like a lot of sense. So... I talk a lot in that video about that about what a puppet is. So if you didn't watch my video on like my theory on what the graves mean, puppets are something that show up in a lot of cultures um, and a lot of different faiths and a lot of just uh, they are all over the place because the term puppet essentially just means like a fabric doll that you use for some kind of ritual. And by ritual, that could be prayer. That could be memorial. That could be remembrance. Or that could be like a more... Um, like spell focused kind of ritualistic kind of thing. Now, like most, now like most non-Abrahamic religions, it gets uh puppets and rituals are often demonized in the media. Uh, you see this with like things like voodoo dolls or things like that, which like there's so much racism and colonialism baked into the context of that and like how the media portrays that and things like that. But a puppet specifically, um, from pretty much any faith or culture are generally very positive things. So for instance, so I, me and my wife are pagan. We're Wiccan actually. And uh, we have used puppets several times, but they're used for positive things. I know for instance, um, I made a kitchen puppet. It's a very, um, a very common uh, old tradition where you make essentially like a figure to personify the kitchen and the home and the hearth. Um, and you fill it with either, um, good intentioned herbs or crystals or oil or something like that. Um, and you typically like hang it somewhere or put it somewhere in the kitchen. So it can kind of protect the kitchen, keep the home, uh, keep the good vibes going. If you will, um, try not to get too religiony on you guys. Um, but for example, they're like that. Or um, if a poppet is for a person, a specific person, it's often for their benefit. Like you can make a poppet for someone to wish them uh, luck or good fortune or health or protection. Um, and another use of poppets is for memorial. 
um, hoping someone can pass on and find peace. Another very, very common, very, so much so that Abrahamic religions use it, a very, very common memorial ritual is lighting a candle. It's like the number one thing to do for a memorial is light a candle for someone. I don't know how I didn't think of it or see it, but going to the graves of victims of someone, uh, going to the graves of murder victims and putting a poppet to remember them and lighting a candle is like a textbook definition of like grief memoriam, like remembrance to help them find peace and move on. Like that is a textbook definition ritual of helping somebody move on. So I think it does make a lot of sense that the grave order we see in Help Wanted 2 is the order that the spirits move on, which does completely uh, negate the whole like 30 minute video I made on it. But you know what? Such is life. That's the, this is the theorizing for you. Sometimes you're wrong and that's okay. <laughs> but speaking of things that make me think in Help Wanted 2, um, we're going to go on to our next question and I haven't shouted it out yet, but if you want your question or theory talked about on the podcast, you have many ways to go about it. The most the most frequent and probably best way to reach out is via emailing Podcast at gmail.com. That email is in the description. You can copy and paste it because it is a pain to type out and remember. Uh, but you can also, uh, Spotify has a Q&A feature. That's where all the questions from today are from. Where on the podcast episodes on Spotify, you can type in a question and I'll answer it. Uh, I think you can actually like mark when a question is answered and in what podcast. I don't know how to do that, so I'm not going to. Um, I don't want to accidentally like delete a question so but just like you'll I, I still like put your name and preferably pronouns in those questions so you'll know when i talk about you because i'll talk about you um but for instance this question comes from spotify from lily rose they she thank you for your question what if fall fest was ruined by sun slash moon sun slash moon appear in the carousel section i think sun moon were created by henry went out of control um and you kind of lose me here, but went out of control and caused MCI. I assume what you mean by this when you say caused MCI in that video where I talk about the graves, I mentioned that um, Henry says a wound first inflicted on me that I let fester into all of this. And if that's not Charlotte, then that would probably be the missing child incident. But why would William do the missing child incident if the crying child is still alive? If like Char like the missing child incident happened happening first feels weird. So when you say and caused the MCI, I'm going to assume, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to assume you mean Sun and Moon ruined the Fall Fest, which later leads William to do the MCI. I think that's fair. Um I still I don't know how I feel about everything with the time <laughs> that's just slogan for FNAF theorizing I don't know how I feel about everything um I don't thank you for your question I don't know how I feel about the MCI happening first I've never really liked the MCI happening first because I like William to have some kind of sick and twisted motivation besides just I'm I'm a gonna start killing um and now that the graves seem more likely to be memorial rituals. We, the, the MCI doesn't need to be first anymore, which is great. But I do still think that the Fall Fest burned down. And because Carney is there, 
when Carney seems like he's definitely made by Henry since he's literally lefty, <laughs> but just a different color. Um, the fall fest burning down does feel like either something William did or something that affected William and was a last straw. Um, and sun moon being that far back as much as I want to be like, why the hell would sun moon be that old? Sun moon is at the carousel. The carousel is a fall fest thing. Like, I understand that's like, oh, the carousel, like the carousel is not in the daycare and it's an old toy and the designs in the carousel are FNAF 2 designs, which is a whole nother can of worms. The carousel is very, very interesting to me, but because it burns, I think it is safe to make an assumption that the carousel is from Fall Fest and every Fall Fest minigame burns to the ground. What the hell happened at Fall Fest? I think it is almost a guarantee that the next Steel Wolf NAF game is going to be at Fall Fest. Because if not, why the fuck do we keep getting Fall Fest teasers? Gah! Uh. <laughs> but Sun Moon being the one to ruin Fall Fest is interesting to me. Because Sun Moon definitely seem way more important than we've been giving them credit for. The fact that Moon is the one to take Glitch Trap from the player for Vanny very interesting. The fact that Sun Moon are probably the most represented animatronic in the entirety of Help Wanted 2, very interesting. The fact that Sun Moon are confirmed to be carried on strings, just like the marionette, very interesting. So I don't know. To answer your question, Lily Rose, that's super possible. Honestly, kind of likely, but I don't know. I really don't. There's so much mystery and just question marks in wrapping the Fall Fest that I, we just need some actual information besides the fact that it's important and it probably burned down because that's all we have. And I've seen some people mention that like Fall Fest isn't that represented in Help Wanted 2. There's just like a poster and you go there like maybe twice. I need to remind you, one, the Help Wanted 1 DLC is entirely within Fall Fest 83, which is crazy important. But again, every time you win a prize in Help Wanted 2, every single item you get in Help Wanted 2 comes out of a crane machine whose background is Fall Fest. It's gotta be important. But point of order, um, our next question comes from Kay. She, they, thank you for your question. Uh, given how much we've learned from Help Wanted 2 and Ruin, have your opinion of Security Breach changed? How, what do you think is the canon ending? This is a great question. So, it, I think by the time right before Ruin came out, uh, my, uh, my thoughts on what happens in Security Breach and its ending had already changed a lot from when I was first theorizing about it when it came out. Um, but then after Ruin and Help Wanted 2, I think it also again changed a lot. So before Ruin and Help Wanted 2 came out, I was now and talking also before we had teasers for Ruin because I, I had a lot of thoughts about Security Breach because of the trailers of Ruin. But before we knew anything about Ruin, before we knew anything about Help Wanted 2, I had a pretty strong inclination, as did most people, that in Security Breach, as much as I wanted the Princess Quest ending to be canon, I thought the Burn Trap ending was canon. I thought that made a lot of sense. Uh, and most people did as well, because like it's fully animated, it makes the most sense lore-wise, it's the most conclusive. 
Um, but then Ruin came around. And after Ruin, I was dead set that the Princess Quest ending happened, but the ru- but the Burn Trap ending wasn't the Burn Trap ending didn't happen, but it existed to tell us what is possible. And most likely, my before Hub wanted two, I was really thinking that Security Breach happens. Princess quest ending happens and then Gregory, Vanessa and Freddie go back and do and like defeat burn trap and the blob gets away and then ruin happens. That's what I thought made the most sense. But now that help wanted two is out, I don't think that tracks anymore because there's a princess quest four we didn't know about. And like princess quest four is playable and able to be beaten, which implies that princess quest three was beaten, especially because as we see in ruin, that golden sword is stuck through the Princess Quest 3 machine, right? And the only person we've ever known to ever be able to wield that sword is the player from Help Wanted 2. So it makes a lot of sense that the player from Help Wanted 2 is the arcade conspiracy, like conspiracy theorist guy, which, again, is probably Cassie's dad. So part of me is starting to wonder if it wraps back around to being that the Burn Trap ending is the canon ending. But Princess Quest 3 is beaten by Cassie's dad during Help Wanted 2. Which is why in Ruin, Gregory doesn't tell us the gender of his friend. So if you remember in Ruin, Gregory says, My friend has a map of that area. Listen to Static's instructions. We never get the gender of Gregory's friend. And a lot of us, myself included, were assuming it to be Vanessa, right? But if Princess Quest 3 being beaten doesn't free Vanessa... And the burn trap ending is canon. They uh, burn trap gets like consumed by the blob, and Freddie and uh, Freddie and Gregory get out of there. Then Help Wanted Two happens. Where in Help Wanted Two, Cassie's dad is continuing to investigate what's going on, trying to fix everything. Beats Princess Quest Three at some point, goes deeper, and gets caught by Vanny as he's trying to beat Princess Quest Four. That makes a lot of sense. The only problem with that I see is the blob, or I guess the tangle, because like uh, the blob is still like stuck in my head. I'm trying to get rid- I th- I will say the file name for the blob doesn't necessarily confirm that its name is the tangle. I think its name is the tangle because we know the blob isn't the canon name and the tangle is a way cooler name. But also consider that file names don't mean the name of a character. If that's true, Golden Freddy's name is Yellow Bear, right? So, like, file names don't necessarily mean that's the canon name. It's just very likely. But regardless, Blob Tangle, it's not in Help Wanted 2, right? We can look into the hole where it is and we don't see it. So, this would be after the Burn Trap ending and it gets away. And I guess that's why we don't really see it in Help Wanted 2. This has been such a rambling, ranting episode. I'm so sorry if it's hard to follow this. ADHD brain, it's 12.30 a.m. at night, right? Like, so you're getting off-the-cuff theorizing right now. Brainstormy, rambling, nonsense. Hopefully, this you're able to follow this because I can't remember what I said 20 minutes ago at this point. But thinking about it, I think after Help Wanted 2, the burn trap ending is canon. And like I said, Freddy and Gregory get out of there. Burntrap is consumed by the blob and maybe spits out the mimic endoskeleton we see in uh, Ruin. And then Cassie's dad gets caught in the mix, beats Princess Quest 3, which is why Princess Quest 3 is beaten in Ruin. 
The only thing that doesn't necessarily make sense is why there's the headless prototype Freddy in the exact same spot that headless Freddy is in in the Princess Quest ending from Security Breach. That doesn't make a lot of sense in Ruin. Unless, right, Gregory leaves with Freddy. So if Freddy is still around in Help Wanted 2, that might be our prototype Freddy. Any... If there's any modelers listening to the podcast right now, if there's any way to see the Freddy model from Help Wanted 2, check to see if the prototype stamp is on his foot. Because if so, I think that gives a lot of credence to Princess Quest not being the right ending, Burn Trap ending being the correct one, and all the things in Ruin that feel like the Princess Quest ending are what Cassie's dad does during Help Wanted 2 before Ruin. Which is why in Ruin, Cassie brings up her dad so much. It was to hint to us that, like, yes, there is a lot of weird things that happened between Security Breach and Ruin, and that's because Cassie's dad was doing it in Help Wanted 2. I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. It's interesting. It's really interesting to think about. Uh, but thank you for your question, Kay. Uh, yeah, a lot has changed because of Help Wanted 2 and Ruin, to answer it briefly. Um, and I know it's 43 minutes, probably like closer to 41 or 40, uh, on the video, but we have one more question from Kit, he, him. Thank you for your question. My question is, do you believe in the Gregory is a robot of the crying child theory? If so, who or what do you think made him? So this is a fun exercise. I think a lot of people in the theorizing community should do if they don't already. Here's the thing. Do I believe that Gregory is a robot replica of the crying child? No. I don't think that makes sense. I don't think that tracks with the current story. However, great exercise for theorizers or just if you want a good brain workout, let's, for the moment, assume it is true and assume that I believe that. What evidence is there to suggest that and what arguments can you make for it? I think that's a really good thing to do to like help build that like theorizing part of the brain. So, again, to be clear, I do not think that Gregory is a robotic as a robotic recreation of the crying child. But if he is, how does that happen? So I think the strongest evidence for it is that it seems like the Mimic One program is trying to recreate the Aftons. And it's trying to recreate it in whatever symbolic or material way it can. Right? Like, for example, Vanny and Vanessa, not actually Afton's daughter. I don't think that makes any sense with the timeline. But she's blonde. And she listens to everything that he says. So she functions as Elizabeth for the purpose of recreating the Afton family. Right? And then we look at Gregory. Gregory is a kid who seems to not have any family, not have any known address, and doesn't even really know his own name that well. Which would make a lot of sense if it was a mimic endoskeleton being trained on what is known about the crying child. Especially since we know that Vanny was buying realistic human, like, rubber masks, right? So, it would make, if I were to argue that Gregory is a robotic recreation of the crying child, I think my logic would go to the silo that we see in Security Breach, which is filled with a bunch of weird sticky notes and Afton recreations and mimic hints with, like, the piles of heads and stuff. If you were to try to create the crying child again, putting it, putting a, it would make sense to me to get a mimic endoskeleton 
make it look like something that looks like the crying child and put it in a room filled with stuff about the crying child and have it just learn, learn, learn. And when it's ready, bring it out and try to teach it. Right. And then you get security breach by it getting out early or it not working. And then now this rogue robot is fucking everything up, you know? So again, I don't think Gregory is a robotic recreation of the crying child. But if it were, I think that would be the argument that I would start going down and I would start looking for evidence that backs up that argument. That's what I would do, personally. Um, but regardless, thank you everybody for hanging out. And again, if you want your questions or theories talked about on this podcast, you can respond on Spotify or send an email to Podcast at gmail.com. It is in the description. You can copy paste it. It is a pain to type. Trust me, I know I do it uh, very often. But until next time, as always, thank you for watching the Freddy Fazbear Pizza Podcast, where the pizza abilities are endless. We hope to enjoy your future patronage. Bye-bye for now.